Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Juice in the Morning. I'm your host, Justin Juice Kelly. Today, Johnny Bouton is not with us again. He is uh, sick. If there was a superhero that was the opposite of the Wolverine, that would be Jonathan Bouton. <laughs> um, but I wanted to start the show off giving a few shout outs. Uh, BJ busted his ass the other day on the ice, and he's feeling kind of rough. He drove 300 miles today for work. And he's here producing a podcast. So I'm going to give you a little round of applause there, BJ. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Um, I wanted to give a shout out to the podcast. This is going to be a lot of just me talking about myself for a couple minutes. Looking forward to Um, it. (laughs) The podcast this week kind of uh, just hit a milestone. We hit to 100,000 downloads slash listens. And then um, I also want to give a shout out to myself for getting pretty drunk last night and still waking up to go to the doctor's appointment with my wife today at eight in the morning. And then also doing an audit for two locations that I manage at uh, my job. So, you know, I'm still here doing the podcast. So Johnny, I just think you should throw a couple of pain pills down and come here. So (laughs) if you're watching online, we miss you, buddy. But across from me is a couple of hilarious stand-up comedians. I've got Zach Garner. Hello. How are you doing today, man? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me out. One question I wanted to ask just right off the top. They called you Fat McAfee when they called you up at the uh, Carolina Grill. Do you take offense to that or do you do you are you okay with it? No, not at all. So I did a show maybe a year or so, year and a half ago, and a friend of mine, Joey Bender, was there and I, I we weren't friends at the time, but another guy said, Hey, my buddy's got a funny thing to say to you. Come over here and, and hear me out. So I go over there and he goes, you know, you you look like Fat McAfee, right? And I have my hair up and the whole yeah. deal, and I la- I laughed my ass off about it. And I later I was kind of drunk and I was like, hey, uh, do you mind if I use that for my Instagram handle? <laughs> so I changed my Instagram for like over a year was Fat McAfee. That's nice. And so it kind of stuck a little bit, and people thought it was appropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, but I recently changed it to uh, Zakuna Matata. Oh, so, I like that as well. Thank you. Thank um, you. But across from me is Griffin. Shira, correct? Got, yep, you got it. Nice. I wanted to say Shira because uh, Brad wanted to phonetically say your name when mm-hmm. we were giving out the names for the roast battle. And uh, I think it would, I don't know, in my head, if you would have put Shy and then R-A, I would not have thought Shira. I would have thought Shira. So, right. so we are actually from the same hometown. Are you related to Rip? Yeah, yeah. He's my uncle. <laughs> how no many way. hold on did you really even need to ask that question i knew it his I, last name is shira and then the dude's first name is rip yes and you how many rip shires that's, that's his wrestler it? name it's not actually it's, <laughs> it's it's rip rogers it's, it's actually worse gang he wears a pink speedo and wrestles around with uh oiled up dudes and then, and then he oh. was uh he was um uh, he was on McAfee's show for a little bit, and then he is one of the trainers who trained like a lot of the top guys here in WWE yeah. now. I, I worked with him in Ohio Valley. When they came to town, I DJed their music and stuff. That's that's cool, man. He, he still scares the shit out of me. Oh. oh, same here. He flexes on Thanksgiving. I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, he flexes on Thanksgiving. He's always got a muscle up. He's got his own beer at uh, at uh, Brooklyn uh, Pizza. Yeah, yep. He's got his own pizza beer. Pizza Palace, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's and, awesome. And then, I want to meet this guy. When, when he used to... Uh, yeah, he sent me a he sent me a message. Come on the podcast, and I was like, "Yeah, come on down to the studio." I was like, "I'm not driving over there." 
He's like, we do it by phone. And I was like, I never returned the message. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because I was afraid if he saw me, what he would do. Because last time I saw him when I was in high school, we were working out. And I'm like, man, my traps are kind of sore. He's like, well, let me see. I, I can help you out. And he took his two fingers, dug them into my collarbone until I was in tears. No, oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. He's, uh, I've got a, a weird rip story. My, uh, I, I was 17 at the time. Uh, my economics teacher probably shouldn't have told me this but it, but he was 12 when rip was like wrestling and stuff because mm-hmm. he's like about your guys age a little bit older and he said uh, one time he went down to the crossroads gym with a friend uh there's nobody else there he opens the door he sees rip there butt naked shaving his balls and then he looks at him and he goes you never seen a grown man shave his balls <laughs> rip, rip just is, in the middle of a gym rips in mick foley's book yeah yeah, yeah about picking up car keys out of diarrhea in a toilet oh my gosh like this dude's this dude's like he's from the insane yeah he was like real good friends with macho man they lived together for a little bit for the pothos that's wild it's a wild life he said he was crazy like just like even like before he made it he was just crazy in character oh yeah and just like (laughs) at bars after like matches and stuff like grabbing girls asses trying to get in fights like almost got arrested punched a dog in the face like (laughs) this guy I uh, hung out with Eddie dog in the face, huh? I hung out with Eddie Guerrero for a period of time in my life. Really? Dang. Rest in peace. The reason why is because one of my mom's friends was his AA sponsor. Oh, my God. (laughs) When he lived in Florida, we're like between. So he went off for a while, you know? Like he was the heel, and then they kicked him off because he got injured. Well, he got injured, quote unquote. And really, it was because he was like a raging alcoholic. Yeah. So he recovered, then came back, and then died in a car accident. Oh my god! Yeah. That's really crazy cool guy though. though. Really cool guy. Wrestling connection. Yeah. Sure. I'll shut up. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no, no. I, it's it's funny because my only wrestling experience was from what middle school or something like that with the rock and stone cold got really into it then and then kind of just kind of grew out of it didn't pay attention anymore is it something that's still po- like popular yeah, with yeah. you guys yeah or is it uh i'm not so much into it but people my age and in my friend group like coming are, back are into it I, still, I don't think it ever left for some i still fall i still fall <laughs> it yeah I, I, I do because it's just it's phenomenal now because of the access that you have. I met a lot of people before through Ohio Valley when they would come to Indy before they made it big, like Cena and a lot, met a lot of those guys before they were stars and right. and things like that. So I just, I mean, the wrestling business is just insane. Yeah, yeah, and it, and it was huge as a as a kid and stuff too. Because watching like the divas and stuff, that's my first boner, yeah. Oh, right? Yeah, like, for sure. That's the coolest thing ever. Well, but. I mean, think about Stone Cold like smashing those beers together and like just chugging them on the, right out in the middle of the ring, yep. and how badass that felt when you were nine and didn't know what was going on. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm 31. And I'm like, yeah, you chugged those beers, Stone Cold. You chugged those beers. So we were in Lexington, Kentucky at a Raw live show, one of the best shows I've ever been to. It Stone Cold stayed after the cameras go off the air, and he drank and he drank and drank or whatever. And then, he, and then we go around the back like little marks or whatever, and and like he get and, he, and the cops just let him get in the truck and start driving. I'm like, <laughs> like I know he didn't drink all that beer, but I'm pretty sure that like he shouldn't Enough. be driving. I mean, yeah. a, a, at least a good amount ended up in the uh, gullet. For there was him, like you know? four. Oh, yeah. There was like four cases just sitting sitting in the uh, the ring afterwards. Yeah, today's and, word and, is and, gullet. And yeah. also how how well he caught the cans. I thought was 
was nice. Yeah, he was a good snagger. Yeah, was that, was that like? Do you think it was planned that the like specific? People he knew were where they throwing? were coming. Yeah, because it, it wasn't the black just t-shirt. random. Yeah, like yeah. it wasn't just random that some people were fucking chucking beer cans at you. Because that would have been funnier. You catch one or two of those in the face, you're gonna get real good at catching them. You know what I mean? Pretty oh, yeah. quickly. And That's if somebody a... hits them in the face, they're getting a fucking stunner. Yeah, you're getting stunned for sure. There's another character on ECW named the Sandman. This this is what goes back to drinking in high school. He would smash the beer on his head during his entrance and, and like drink it or whatever. So we would see kids smashing beer cans on their head <laughs> while we're drinking on Saturday nights. And like, oh, he has a concussion. Yeah. Yeah. That was like one of the funniest things growing up when you were drinking in high school because everybody felt invincible. So, you know, we finished a glass bottle of... Uh, Dark Eyes Blue Label, the hundred proof. It's like a mini bottle, though, right? Like, it, it's it's, a it's like it's like a no. It's like it was a fifth. <laughs> it was a fifth. We uh, we basically were in a circle, just passed it around and chugged it until it was gone. Basically, the the rule was you drank until you couldn't anymore. It wasn't like a shot. It wasn't you know a certain amount. And uh, you know at the end, a guy's like you know just break it over my head. Oh God! And that's why I wish that like cell phones and technology were so much better oh, yeah. when I was a kid because. I mean, he got hit in the head three times before, and the thing never broke. Right, yeah. It was just pink. Yeah, there would be a really awesome video out there of me ramping a 1979 Honda Express <laughs> on a plywood and two-by-four ramp <laughs> and ending up with a metal foot peg in my thigh. That's oh a real story. Yeah. I, think, I still have a scar that I can't show you <laughs> because the way I landed on that moped, it just went into my thigh. Oh, my God. Just imagine just a, a hair north. I rode it home and get there. I'm bleeding. My pants are just soaked oh my in blood. My mom freaks out, obviously. Yeah. Like, classic mid-90s Midwest mom. Oh, yeah. I think, loses are cool. I think because, though, you guys didn't have like the recordings and stuff, that makes you guys cooler because now kids like my age and stuff were worried about getting canceled and doing right. whatever <laughs> right so like there, there are no crazy videos of me bashing a beer can off right. my head or whatever you know what i mean right. like well people like us spawned the jacket like that's what it oh, was yeah. like people like us that did dumb shit oh yeah and then all of a sudden they're like oh wait we can put this on the internet oh, exactly bet. <laughs> and, and uh the old co-host of the juice in the morning <laughs> podcast shane him and his buddies actually like had their own group and they would use the like big giant video yeah. camera with the the vhs in it I still want him to show me some of those because it was pretty, pretty. It's called a camcorder. Then. Yeah, Jeez. camcorder. Can we? I have a bunch of those. Like, I can, I can think yeah. of gullet, but I can't think of yeah. camcorder. <laughs> we took our buddies' um, parents one, and um, what we did was is um, we would just go around videotaping stuff, and then we used to go to the teachers' houses and interview them. Nice. <laughs> Not everybody took that well. And then we would interview, um, and then there's all like, kind were, of, were you like inappropriately interviewing them? No, no, we would do straight like PBS type, you know, interviews. What's what sparked that? Just because I thought it was funny. <laughs> Think about you it, were every, the original Tiny Desk. So everybody, <laughs> everybody thought you should be a dick, right? But what we would do is they had a play called Peter Pan. So we started interviewing people as after they left Peter Pan, say, hey, we're the um, local. Um, channel or whatever we want to know how you feel about peter pan so i interviewed him someone recorded him and i'll be like so how did the show go just keep a straight face the whole time because the whole point was try to keep the bit going we worked our way all the way backstage right interviewing the actors they're all excited thinking this is going to be on you know whatever local channel we just laughed about it but (laughs) that to me that was funny because it was funny ha ha not funny he he yeah there's like there's some other videos that i hope never see the light of day like like dragging a dead raccoon oh Oh my god and the cops pull up Oh no! Yeah, just stupid stuff like that. Yeah, 
and sliding down uh midwestern kids sliding down on a car hood because it's slicker yep tying a string to it and then <laughs> we went down it was burkhart hill but we went down the other side where the tree and the, the water is right you know what i'm talking about yeah, yeah on the other side one other side everybody slides down it's all nice and neat yay right on the other side there's a creek or creek depends on where you're from where we're from it's creek yeah so <laughs> we decide let's build a ramp of snow at the bottom and let's take this car hood let's see who can stand up like snowboarders it was like a 79 you know like honda hood yeah nobody you know? can turns out <laughs> <laughs> so we hit it and everybody else bells out but my cousin is decides i'm gonna ride this out he hits the thing comes down stays on it and then wraps himself around trees oh. and we're thinking they're like oh dude we just killed our cousin and then all of a sudden we all of a sudden he jumps up and goes i'm good <laughs> so so. <laughs> so he didn't break his back and, and no no but i'm saying i wish we had a lot of that on camera because i look at my kids now i have two teenage boys i'm like god they're boring they're, yeah. play, they're playing tag and then I'm like, why are you guys out doing something? They're like, oh, we just want to stay and play tag and stuff. And Yeah, I love my little brother and sister. They're literally half my age. But my mom will go out of town, and they'll be, like, mad at my mom because they're like, oh, you should stay home and, like, hang out with us. It's the weekend. And I just remember thinking, like, get the fuck out right. of the house so I can get everybody over to my house right. and drink your guys' beer and vodka and everything that you right. have in the house. Like, yeah. and try to replace it and have, like, I don't know. They just, right. they don't, I feel like it's what you said. They don't want to end up getting canceled or their friends hating them because yep. they're showing up on social media. It's just a wild, wild time. Um, speaking of you, when you said the uh, dragon, the raccoon, that, you know, PETA people might not like that. It was uh, already dead. Yeah. We didn't kill it. Right. Either way, it still probably would not. You'd get canceled it, by that culture. It's not. It's not my. Sure. It's not my finest moment. Well, <laughs> hashtag, uh, ooh, raccoon lives matter. Oh, <laughs> I think you, uh, I almost just. I almost we'll shortened. Just, I almost shortened raccoon, but I don't want to get canceled now. <laughs> I almost did too, and then I was like, "We'll just let that one fly." Oh, oh God, no. that's wow! Great. I hope nobody listens. That's that's <laughs> great. That's great. Uh, but what I wanted to share was a a tweet that I ran across uh, today. There's something that hits me very hard about how we steal bees' honey. It breaks my heart thinking about how hard they work to produce it and how disrespectful we are with that. Bees are awesome and very complex beings, and we are a disgraceful species. And it's a video of somebody like harvesting honey off of a comb. Read a book, first of all. <laughs> it's literally a byproduct. We are not hurting the bees at all. If anything, we're helping them because they don't have to build hives as often. Oh, yeah. And there and there is like tons of people going to her defense like yeah becky you got this yeah. like you know fight for the bees and then you got the other half that is like you know saying actually this is scientifically better for the bees because if they didn't they would die of some sort of disease yeah because they over like over just made honey making honey yeah. until, and like, destroy their own hive yeah um and then so that like got me kind of thinking about kind of a challenge that i wanted to give the the listeners and viewers and things like that and i'm going to try to take the challenge on myself is not necessarily social media because you can kind of get into a rabbit hole of like arguing with people going back and forth it's and that a brave kind of thing new world terrible like don't want to do that but in public i think we need to stop letting people get away with saying shit like this and just kind of like nodding our head and like in our head we're like man that's fucking stupid like yep. i don't want to hear somebody saying that i'm gonna try to make myself more often be like 
just like kind of question people or ask them like or if they're saying something stupid like you're just being completely dumb you're parroting something that you heard yes. off of social media right now I'm, ac- I'm actually pro B and you're being very offensive right now <laughs> uh, B's are very important no but I just think I, I want to talk to that woman or I assume it was a woman <laughs> no but I want to talk to that person oh, I'm getting cancelled for sure but um, I want to talk to that person because it's like if they if they care about bees that much, they have to like not care that much about others, about something else. You know what I mean? Right. Like they love bees that much, but they're like Asians. I could take them or leave them. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yes. like you can't focus that much on bees and still be yeah, a great person. You got to be forgetting about other stuff. But the saddest thing too is like that they're, they're putting this uh, post out there because they, they don't care about the bees. They care that they're trying to get 17,000 people to retweet this. Right to grow their name and their clout of like it's a weird weird world that we live in now that same person is rubbing one of those birds bees hand waxes (laughs) oh yeah put it on their their hands while they're they're like right before they type they're like gotta moisturize it's like (laughs) it's all same person yeah all natural no it's uh, good lube no i uh i just oh i just thought do vegan people eat honey oh for sure they do I mean, but that's a. I mean, I guess it depends on the person. Like that's a that's a byproduct, though. It's it a, depends on the like Shiite level of veganism that the they're what? at. <laughs> well, we know what side you're on. <laughs> I'm just kidding about that. But no, I uh, I just you're not racist against Muslim people. You're just on the Shiite side. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, and I just and I just don't like vegans. Oh my god. <clears throat> no, um, I just think it's a really a really strange world that we live in that. Literally anything can be offensive. Oh, it's so it's yeah. I don't. I I it it. it I have stuff that I've written that just goes to the vault because mm-hmm. I know that it's funny, and I'll tell people like my friends yeah. that I know have a good sense of humor and know that I don't mean the things I'm saying. Right. But until you get to a certain point in comedy, even you can't you can't say some of the stuff that you it, that you know is funny. Right. And- and people just like shut down at certain words and my brain doesn't work that way no. i feel like we i yeah. feel like comedians have a, com- a comedy brain so we're just like set a punchline this is funny wordplay this is funny right. whatever but they're just like wait you said black now like yeah. we're done like right. you know what i mean and it's just like instantly shut up yeah yeah which is weird because if you do a, a predominantly black room and you make some clever on the borderline jokes they love that shit. Like right. you, and it's the same thing in a white room. What do you mean making, by they? You're really <laughs> a piece of shit. <laughs> and when you're in a white room somewhere in the middle of nowhere, Gas City, Indiana, somewhere that's in the, you know what I mean, wherever, and it's the same thing on the other side of it. There's a little bit of fun you can do with the Trump and the redneckness and the that they think is funny too. They see a little bit mm-hmm. of it in the mirror. You know, it's, everybody sees that. Yeah. And most stereotypes, frankly, are based in reality mm-hmm. on on all spectrums so you just gotta kind of find a place where it's a common comedy thing is punch up not down right. so like you can say that stuff but you gotta be really fucking clever about right. it or don't say it at all yeah <clears throat> so one thing I wanted to ask you Griffin uh, kind of changing gears here Devon Shoemaker and Calvin Turner have been on this podcast quite a few times um, wow you're doing that bad huh they Jesus cl- they claim <laughs> They, wow, it's a real honor. They claim, they claim, <laughs> I'm kidding. They claim Muncie. Love you too. And they wanted they've like claimed you as Muncie. Yeah, Do sure. Do you claim yourself as a Muncie guy? I, I mean, I'd say um, I'm definitely. I started out as a Muncie comic. The first place I ever did uh, comedy was at Be Here Now in Muncie. Right. 
good and, venue. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Devon was the first guy that ever gave me stage time. So I definitely say I'm yeah. a Muncie comic. I don't, uh, I don't identify with being as indie and indie as much. Although I am an indie every week. I just I'm driving and I can't hang out after shows. I can't right. hang out before. So I definitely am. I think a Muncie guy. Yeah. And where, I, you, where, be, where do you live now? Are I go to Ball State University. I oh, live in Muncie. Still, okay. Yeah. yeah so I, and since Be Here Now is dead, I go to Anderson and stuff when I can. And mm -hmm. I'm also driving all over the goddamn state. Right. But yeah, I'm I'm a Muncie guy. The Harvard of Muncie, Ball State. Yep. We're, I, we're doing I, it. I was at Ball State for almost nine years <laughs> <laughs> and uh, never graduated. So that's, where, that's how I Only did it. Only three of them as a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Yeah, Jesus. That's how things go. Yeah, I hate, I hate being 21 because I'm like swiping on Bumble. I see 18 and I'm like, ugh, that's, ugh, that's gross. <laughs> that's okay. My rule like when I was about your age, Griffin, was they have to be old enough to go to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's true. It's actually still my rule. I don't know when, what I'm... When, when I went to... Because like I said, I spent a lot of time there and... You know, it was some school, like, I never actually really took out a lot of student loans. I kind of paid for school as I went. Right. Um, I got a couple of uh, DUIs, so my family stopped, like, helping me. Right. So it was like, oh, well, I'm just going to try to figure this out on my own. And, you know, I worked at a lot of places that the students frequented. So, like, I kind of became, like, I don't know, like, indoctrinated into their group of, like, people. But then every now and then, like, I'd go to, like, a house party after work or something like that, and I'd be, like, you know, I was only like 23 and I'd be walking around this house party and a girl would come up to me and be like, how old are you? <laughs> and I'm well, like, because you're using words like indoctrinated and yeah. gullet. They're like, is yeah. this guy a fucking professor? What the? <laughs> yeah. No, uh, it's, it was just, it was a strange, it was a strange place to hang out at. And that's when, like, as soon as I started getting those questions, I never went to the house parties anymore. <laughs> I just went to the bars. You were yeah. uh, great value Van Wilder. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yesterday, yep. yesterday at the Chug karaoke, 65 year old guy trying to act young he's got like the sleeveless jacket the um oh, the carhartt yeah. hat holding hands with like a 17 year old redhead it's, oh just, it's fucking god. insane that's so that's a slippery slope you're on there <laughs> exactly oh my <laughs> god that's a nut that's was it uh larry liggett is he still rolling around up there i, I don't know uh the double l there i don't know him he's the old guy he's got like a no, red was, hat his name's caveman dave <laughs> no, come oh, on. That's a throw. That's a the Anderson that's throw a away. Cut. Yeah, that's a, that's a caveman. That's, that's a, a kettle top throw away. I'll tell you the story later. Yeah, it's I gotta not hear worth about it. that. It's not worth it. <laughs> but no, Larry Liggett was a gentleman that uh, used to frequent the bars when I was there, and I've still seen pictures. Like, because we've had friends that went to Ball State there and just never left. They're still there. They're hanging out, having a good time. They still go to the chug. You know, I kind of miss those. You know times but at t but what's funny about larry is he would always go in and he never drank he would just go to these bars he'd order a coke and he would tip like the bartender whoever the hot bartender was tip her like 50 bucks on a coke right. or something like that but he just would hang out and like it was one of those things that he was like a fixture so every time he showed up it was just like yeah Larry's right. here and right. like he'd really added zero like zero <laughs> to the conversation he didn't really talk he just right. hung out and uh, he had a carpet cleaning business. That's what it was. It was Larry Liggett's carpet cleaning business. And he had his hat. He was a cool dude. And, yeah, he uh, sounds like he was munching on some carpet. <laughs> he was doing yeah. something. I think he was. I'm sure he did well. I think he was doing, I think he was doing all right. Those $50 tips. Yeah. I think he was doing Talk all right. Talk to me, Larry. I'm trying to pay um, through college. Yeah. So you're still there. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. Are you, what are you going to school for? Audio cutout? Is that. It, it, I'm, I tell the people on the Facebook Live, it's been told many times, the internet 
just kind of goes in and out sometimes. Oh, okay, gotcha. So if it's really bad, if anybody's watching or whatever, I think there's only like three people watching. So if it actually if it, if it gets really bad, just we'll turn it off. Kyle, I hate to be the one to tell you this, but uh, actually you're deaf now. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, the you audio's fine. You're just deaf now. But yeah, so that's the other thing I want to ask you guys' opinion on this. I got a couple of people that told me that if the audio kind of does that, they say don't do the live at all. What do you think about that? Do you think I should continue to try to do the live if it is working maybe 80% of the time? Or should I just cut it off completely and just leave it just audio podcast? Man, I don't even care about tax brackets, and they take money out of my paycheck every week. I could not care less about the semantics of that. So. Exactly. I think, there you go. I think uh, when you got a, when you got a handsome guest like me and Zach, leave it up yeah. for the sake of the audience. Because even if it like kind of stutters, it will focus yeah. on you. Right, but when yeah. you got Calvin Turner and Devon, get those fucking <laughs> ugly shits out of our faces. <laughs> ugly shits out of our faces. Um so then that leads me to something else I was thinking about before having you guys on the show. What are some of the like favorite kind of places you guys have been to do either open mics or just shows in general here in Indy or if you've been anywhere else? Me? All right. So I, I got to do uh, the Waukegan Comedy Jam in Waukegan, Illinois, uh, which was a pretty cool festival. Uh, thank you, Kristen Carnes. I know you're not watching, but uh, I, saw, I met her at Kettletop. Just share this episode with her later. And <laughs> yeah. She'll get the shout She's out. great. I, I met her at Kettletop, and she was like, hey, I want you to come to this show. And I'd never been at a festival, quote unquote. And it was two shows uh, on a Saturday night. Uh, first one was packed. Second one was a little bit lighter. But it was it was super cool to perform in front of 70 people that right. were paying to see comedy. And when you're an open mic doucher like myself, that is a, that is a fun moment. So that was probably... <laughs> That was probably the coolest show, the best I've ever done, all that bullshit. Why would you say open mic doucher? Just because I'm curious. Because uh, one, the way that I look, but also <laughs> I got this face. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, I'm, I'm just an open mic. I, I, yeah. I get on shows when I can and make very little money. I'm just trying to like get stage time as right. much as I can. So a moment like that in front of 70 people that have never heard your stuff before and it's out of state, you travel there, you're getting paid, whatever, that really means a lot and that can keep you going for six months very, very you know cool what I mean? feeling yeah yeah it makes you feel like a real comic for, for a sure. split second and yeah. then then you're bombing at Vern's the next night and everything's back <laughs> <Yeah>. to normal <laughs> well Vern's is such a highbrow crowd and their opinion carries weight yeah. in the industry so really get the subtle the subtle that. stuff i think they got jfl auditions there too <laughs> yeah they do for sure for what sure. is jfl just for laughs oh, okay it used to be like the way to get to make it if you were going to do yeah. it now that, you just got to be route. a douchey youtube vlogger and then you'll sell yeah, it was it was just kind of the way you did it and it, if you got if you won just for laughs or you did well at that festival because it's one that you can't just apply to and get into you've got to like do auditions and stuff and they they hand pick people for the shows and so if you can get into that and do well you were almost definitely going to get an agent and, and yeah. do well oh, wow. i feel like it was it was carson then just for laughs and now yeah. it's kind of like well every. also they just for laughs was used for those late night shows a lot um, predominantly at that point and it it still is like the the main guy for just for laughs is is still a booker that does mm -hmm. all the the late night stuff and and the comedy centrals and all that and i, and I think the guy uh, that used to do jfl now books the comedy specials on netflix so it's all like I think so, yeah. it's all yeah. everything like connected like <clears throat> well my dream is always like just to be famous like i don't care what how i get there but the problem is <laughs> i like that not a lot of people come out and say that no, and i like i fair. respect that i'm just that's what I, I You're mean. just like, I'm a really great person. I want everyone to see me. <laughs> yeah, my thing I is, wanna be. I don't ever want to work a real job again. Uh, that's that's my thing. Agree. That's all my thing. I don't care thing. if people know me. Right. If I can just travel around a little bit and be pay cool. my bills and like live comfortably and 
You know what I mean? Like, I don't. But what's what is in was interesting about that is I feel like there is a large group of people that do that because I've been to a lot of comedy shows where I don't know who that headliner is, but they crush it, right? And I laugh my ass off. There's definitely a market there, and then I become a fan of that guy for people in the middle to Mm -hmm. do that. You know, your features and your lower level headliners mm-hmm. that that do travel and make money and make a living and, and pay their bills and raise families and, and, and i think the people that you don't hear about like that are usually the happiest because i think the people that we hear about that are famous and whatever they're still pissed about they're I'm pissed gonna... about a set that didn't work or whatever because people that are really great they have that in their brain that like i have to be really great and all the time a special 50 million dollars that doesn't mean shit all they need is their next joke or whatever they feel right. like they bomb right. but those features the people that are featuring for great people and are just like have a family they they do comedy for living they travel a little bit they're in new york like i think those people are the people that have it and it's like i think writing would probably be the ideal for me Mm. like i i don't even care about the stand-up end of it i enjoy writing and seeing people connect with something that i think was funny Mm. i write it then i uh, bring it to the stage and i share with these people and they think it's funny and it's obviously an ego thing to an uh, oh yeah a for point sure for all of us. It just that's what is. the podcast started from. That's yeah, what it's, everything it's definitely started an ego based thing. But also, it's like people deserve that. Like you know that life sucks. Like right. the way we've the way we've structured things is not very fucking cool. Really. I keep I trying mean, to tell my little brother and sister, man. Yeah, like, enjoy the time because yeah, you don't it have sucks that later. Much. Yeah, it just sucks. Yeah, like, yeah, it gets a lot worse. Right. And like so, if you're complaining about something right now, but nobody's ever going to listen because we all think we're going to live forever when we're 17, right. 18 years you're old. Right. But uh, no, one of the things I was getting at too was uh, the the wanting to be famous thing. I've just chosen terrible times to start the stuff that i'm starting because i started the podcast and there's like i was about to use a word but i thought you guys were gonna make fun of me for it so i just i stopped (laughs) myself started to train you 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 can't hang out with comedians they're gonna shit on everything you do myself from using it but i was gonna say a plethora of uh, podcasts and uh there is there's uh there's it's it's a saturated market podcast yeah there's a gaggle of them for sure (laughs) there's, there's just so many out there so it's like i I've been doing this for almost four or five years and like just hit a hundred thousand downloads. Joe Rogan probably did it for like, you know, a year and was at that point and now he's getting like yeah, almost a million or whatever per something. To be fair, he was eating bison balls on TV. Right. He was on he was on ago. TV. Like, yeah. He had a whole career before any right. of the podcast started. So that, that makes sense. Same as like the person that actually I listened to first as a podcaster was Adam Carolla. Like he was like kind of the person I looked at. But what I was getting at was there's too many podcasts so like i felt like i needed to branch out and a just live so doing the stand-up comedy and like trying to do these open mics is like giving me that human interaction and like right. seeing stuff that i haven't seen before to bring up stories on the podcast so kind of like but then i like i said starting to do the comedy stuff i started to like notice and look around and realize like it's everywhere there's like people all kinds of people do yeah. it. it's all over the place so yeah. like that's another saturated market. So I feel like I'm choosing the wrong places right. to try to get to where I want to be. But, you know, if I just keep doing it, I feel like that's the that's the way I'm going to get there. Right. Just keep going. Well, I think social media and everything like that makes it seem like everything's a saturated market just because we hear about everything now. And you get information so yeah, quickly. It's like, I think I bet there were... Uh, talk about shootings but just like I bet there's there's just as much bad news and bad sh- and bad shit happening 30 years ago but it's just like you couldn't tweet about it then. right and like i think the reason podcasts are so popular now is because of all that social media and bullshit because now like 
we've had so much stimulus at us that now we just want to hear people talking right. because nobody talks anymore. Right. Nobody shoots the shit and talks about It's like a quick like two-minute video or, you know, some comments <laughs> right. on something. So now they want the hour to hear us fuck right. around and, and they, they want to know you. They want to know right. your personality and, like, and all that stuff. What I've really enjoyed about it is with meeting, like, the comedians and stuff, because <clears throat> I've been to only two open mics now and, like, I feel like there is people that are there to, like, you know, socialize and stuff. Cause I'm a very like social person. So like I'll say hi to people and like try to engage them in conversation and stuff. But then I feel like there's a lot of people that do comedy that don't want to socialize. Right. So I'm like, well, I, I won't that, talk to that person because they don't really want to talk. to Right. Anybody. That'll actually get you really far. The, the hang portion that it'll get me really maybe far with that. But my wife is going to yeah, be very yeah, pissed. Yeah, at me. She, well, I feel like uh, based on the stories I've heard, she's probably not real happy with you just in general right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did, you, did you read the comment up there? Though? Yeah. I wanted to actually get into that too. Um, there's a comment from Roberto Garcia uh, that said, Griffin, tell him about the hard ER yeah, story I, in Anderson. I was, this is not me. Everybody relax. I was, <laughs> I was there. I followed her. No, no, no. This is a different person. A different one? Anderson's got a problem, I guess, is what we're... (laughs) Oh, my God. And I love Kettle Top. Kyle Buck, I would blow him if he was here right now. I'll tell you that, I mean, that's... I've done the open mic there twice, and great people you better be careful Mitch. what you wish for griffin because he's losing weight and that means I know. his dick's getting yeah bigger. it's getting bigger he can see it now it's great he has that you're, joke you're his, gonna uh, you're in trouble yeah, yeah no I, kyle you're if you're, gonna, if you're, you're a mouthful you weren't ready for there Griff. <laughs> if, if you're listening i'll uh start doing math my teeth will fall out it'll be great well <laughs> uh, but no uh i followed this guy I think it was the second time. Into a like I'm, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not shitting on a guy. When it's your second time up, you don't know what to do. You don't know what's happening. But uh, yeah, like this piece of shit. Yep, uh, exactly. But 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 he went up and he had this joke, and it was. Uh, I don't think this is going to be on a special or anything, so I don't f- feel bad about divulging it. Oh, right. it's going to come up one day. But it, it, it was a, it was about uh, how like stereotypes aren't true. He said stereotypes are not true. White people sometimes they can dance. Asian people they can drive well, and sometimes. Black people don't get mad when white people say, bang, hard R, stuck the landing with the hard R, just drilled the hard R. And also, in, uh, in Anderson, you don't get a lot of uh, African-Americans uh, hanging around in there, but there were happened to be like six black guys uh, at the show. He just hard R's, and it ruined the whole show. <laughs> it, it ruined the entire show. I went up after the only laughs that I got were like, being like, we're going to beat the shit out of that guy later, right? Like, <laughs> I never, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not going to see you guys. And, but, and it's just like, and they just, yeah, they weren't, they, they weren't that great of a crowd to begin with. Man. But, it's always the crowd's fault. But it, but it really ruined the show. I mean, it might have been the guy that dropped the end. Oh, no, it was definitely It might have been his guy. fault, too. <laughs> wow. It might have been a little bit of him. So but, do you uh, think that everybody else in the crowd was just like, they were ruined because they didn't want to, like, deal with the people, the other people that were in the room with them? Like they didn't want to laugh at it, or do you think they were just like kind of just taken aback by what the guy said? I think he was taken aback. I think it just kind of was the straw that broke the camel's back. Because a lot of times, places like bar shows like that, it's like they just came to eat and they're like, "Ah, oh, there's comedy, whatever. We'll we'll have a drink and see what happens." And then and you're just like, "All right, maybe this will be funny." And then a guy drops a hard R, and you're like, "Jesus Christ!" Mm-hmm. Like I could be home watching NFL. Like what what are we doing here? Like so. Back to my challenge. We should have just called the guy out. Maybe. Yeah, I well, know. I wasn't there, so really, it falls on. It'd be great. It'd be great if someone yelled, uh, "Like, no, they still get mad every time I yell." <laughs> yeah, yeah, they still. Yeah, <laughs> no, I followed the lady that That's did it. That's still there. a thing. 
I, the lady They're did starting it. to get it rapid then, I guess. The so, little N-word well, this rap. This is a while back. It's like a, yeah, a lady in a... Racism uh, speakeasy. Well, she was in an electric <laughs> wheelchair. Um, I was over there in a the corner, gearing up after. I didn't hear her say it. It was uh, me, Ben Politsky, um, AP, my wife, and then one black guy in the crowd. And everybody turned around and looked at him. And then she just rolled out in pure silence. You just, <laughs> she rolled out. And you, she was in a wheelchair. Was she watching? Was she watching the game uh, downstairs in the garage? The, uh, and then you just heard her. You just heard her chair just banging against the door as she left. And then well, and they didn't. I mean, she didn't get obviously get on stage. She didn't have like a four wheeler. No, type no. She didn't situation. have situation. Yeah. And then they're like, next up, BJ Robbins. Like, hey guys, how you doing? <laughs> What so the what, funny thing about the N word? What just what just happened? And then uh, and then afterwards, and then on the way home, I didn't know what happened. On the way home, Ben Plitsky's like, "Man, she did drop that hard R, didn't she?" And I was like, "What happened?" Because I thought I just died up there, and I realized these people were still in shock of this six-year-old lady, you know, using an acronym the wrong way. Yeah. So I don't know where they. I don't know. It was it was by far the most she weird. She did it as an acronym. Yeah, she was trying to explain. Uh, she's trying to Ooh. say her grandson. It's like fourth grade. It's just like in uh, <laughs> you, you got a big so, word for each But one. think about oh, no, that's an anagram, isn't it? <laughs> she put thought. She put thought into that joke. Think about it. Like, all right, so if I do, oh, okay. Hey, what's that? What uh, G word to describe Tony? Ah, thank you. Grandiose. <laughs> somebody's helping with this joke the whole time. They don't know what it is. Like and so I just it was just hilarious because the, the everybody just turned and looked at the one black guy and he's like fuck what really why is everybody looking at me and I think that's just as bad looking at him like and I know that that's like our nature to just be like oh is he gonna beat the shit out of him like what's gonna happen <laughs> right but I that's just as bad to look at because don't put that pressure on him like right. he, he just came out to have a no people are looking at him chicken go, wing am I supposed to be mad or are you cool with it because if you're oh cool so with you think it's that cool you think yeah. it's, okay that's I mean that's one of my favorite jokes that uh, that Ray Hensley does. Because you have a favorite Ray Hensley. Oh yeah, (laughs) yeah. Juice. (laughs) Am I I even just a fan of the wrong people? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. No, I'm just. I love Ray. (laughs) Anybody, anybody that can get him on stage, he's a fan of. It's just Mm -hmm. fun to give shit to Ray. (laughs) It's not even true. Just popped to my head. I know you, son of a bitch. Uh, No, uh, but no, he was like he does that like Niger. Joke. Yes, that is a good joke. It's You're very, right. very that good. That is a good joke. Very good. And it's just like one of those that you know that it actually happened. You like, know what, Juice? Why don't you have him on the show? Okay, we I don't have, have to he's be been on talk about great. talk about other comics <laughs> treating us like garbage. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you guys are comedians. <laughs> What's your favorite joke of mine, Juice? Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Me next. The, Me next, yeah. buddy. The, the uh, I like the truck one, and then I also like the van when you start talking about your van. Yeah, that's mostly true is the fucking sad part. <laughs> and, then, and then yours is the, uh, the, well, the blowjob one, right? Uh, the, the, Griffin uh, mostly um, does you did it at, stuff. That's not true. <laughs> I mean, I, I do that. Oh, we're talking I, about jokes. I, I was that, talking yeah. about just general <laughs> life. Okay, yeah, real life, definitely. Real life, mostly. It was at the, Hanging uh, out with my sister after this. So. Uh, <laughs> what was it? The, um, all, was it the comic All-Stars or whatever it was that came to Anderson? Didn't you do that? Uh, maybe. Well, you had to be judged, and I yeah, was one yeah, of the yeah, judges. Okay, yeah, yeah, I saw that joke, and I was dying laughing because that's when the first time we we we, we were okay, talking. That's when I met. Yeah, that's when we met. Yep. I, was, I hosted that. Yep. Yeah, the uh, what is that called? Comedy World Series. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. I was I I, I was a judge on that one, and I was I was like, this sucks. <laughs> Because all these funny people are up there telling jokes, and you're like, then you like scored someone early, then someone else comes on and was like, yeah. oh fuck, I need to look at this. When you're like, can I go back and change this? Right. So there were some there were some funny people there. And I haven't seen you do like a your set yet. I just saw the open mic where you were you're testing stuff out. So 
Uh, He's got some good stuff, man. Griffin's a funny dude. Yeah, no, I'm fucking amazing. <laughs> I am a god. That's why I'm in a uh, podcast in Greenwood. That's why I'm going to Vern's tonight. I'm a legend. I'm a legend in my field, for sure. Well, one day I hope you could be All as famous time. as me from Seymour. Definitely. That's a goal, Definitely. right? Yeah, I, I, want a, I want a mural. Just me, you, jerking off John Mellencamp, like something. And it just says <laughs> blood on the plow. That's so... That's what we need is more famous people from the racism heart of America. <laughs> it's almost like I'm from Seymour, but I don't hate minorities. Yeah. You have to preface it with yeah. you do. I almost want to marry a minority. Be like, look, it's okay. Everybody look, you can marry a minority. I didn't even die or nothing. <laughs> no, it's it's funny because we're all from small. You're from small town too, right? Yep. Graduated with 68 kids in my class. We started with 86. Where are you from? Eastern Hancock High oh, School. I'm oh, I'm familiar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we Man, did have we did have one uh, black guy in our class. Oh, I thought you were going to say cross burning. <laughs> <laughs> that was elective. No, that was when I went <laughs> yeah. to New Pal. The, yeah. the dragons. That's what yeah. we were a part yeah. of there. Uh, no, grand we, team they've got there. <laughs> <laughs> but, a lot of patches given out. Yeah. Uh-huh. But at uh, Eastern Hancock, like I said, we had one uh, one black guy growing up, and uh, we had. <laughs> my best friend was Nick, and he was white Nick, and the other Nick was black Nick. Oh, natural. And that's what we we uh, decided was uh, okay to say at the time. Well, and because otherwise you would get confused on which one. You'd be <laughs> like, are right. you? Yeah, what's a last name? We don't white need Nick those. Or black Nick? <laughs> I was so narrow-minded in high school, so every time like a black student would like move to middle school, I was like, oh, man, he's going to help our basketball team. Well, that's... <laughs> You, you led me into that where perfectly. we grew up yeah, yeah and i was like good just... we're gonna finally beat jennings county or somebody yeah, and he yeah. realized he was gay and i was like fuck you know you're from a place like seymour when you're referring to other schools with county at the yes. end yeah. jennings county brown <laughs> county yeah 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 but that leads us they didn't even have enough kids to have city school they just had all you know what all you guys just go to the same one what is, we'll just call it the name of the place you live 68 kids jesus yeah but that led directly into with the sports thing that what we'd always give him shit for because he broke every black stereotype he couldn't dance he had bad style and he he was not good at sports maybe he hated watermelon exactly i don't know about that maybe he just didn't want to live live up to him in that town maybe he oh no he tried quite a bit oh Oh, yeah (laughs) it was fun it was a fun time with uh and that's the story of cowboy troy (laughs) I don't know who Cowboy Troy is. Isn't that the dude that hung out with Big and Rich? Yep. The big, like, and then like the, eight feet tall. And the two midgets? <laughs> yes. They were from our town. Yeah. <laughs> Toby. <laughs> Gil, right? Isn't it Gil? I have no you, idea. Do you know who we're talking about? <laughs> You're not up a reference, and he's I, deeper yeah, on it he than you are. deep, yeah. <laughs> you know who we're talking about, right? They're the two little midgets from Seymour. Yeah, yeah. Toby, friend Toby. Yeah, they right? were, oh, my gosh. They, Griffin they, really knows. They were with uh, Big and Rich, yeah. I like to watch them wrestle. Yeah. I've told BJ this before. Seymour has an. <laughs> you guys have me thinking about every fucking word I'm about to use. Um, they have a lot of people that come out of there that are doing like some sort of art or something like interesting. And I'm just like surprised because you guys shit on your town so much, but it's produced quite a few like cool people. Well, I think it's no, so- that's actually where the Confederate flag is from. <laughs> Hand stitched. Very artsy community. <laughs> I think. 
I think Seymour is so shitty and everyone just like has a factory job and they just like go home and fuck their fat wife or whatever they do. Like, and it, you know what I mean? It's just so like you that go to doesn't Walmart. work on the factory you go anymore to because she's on workers comp. <laughs> yeah. Like it, that's so much what Seymour is that if it, it like disgusts certain people so much that they're like, oh, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Like I, I, mean, I, like I told my wife she had to gain weight before I'd have sex with her. Like she was too skinny. Like you do not turn me on. Like, I need you to be like... Yeah, that's what I told Zach. Look at him now. <laughs> like, she gets mad because I'm like, let's just go to Walmart. Let's walk around. My parents did that. I'm like, why are you, what, what are you doing at Walmart on Friday night? She's like, nothing else to do. Right. And then right. it was 30-minute conversations about nonsense. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Griffin just said that about look at him now. My grandma, I was over there helping her uh, work in the yard this summer, and I came in with my shirt off to get like, a drink of water. She just looked at me with this like disgusted look, and I was like, "What? <laughs> like, what are you? Like, what's going on?" And she was like, "Getting a little bit of a beer belly there." <laughs> and I was like, "Nah, Grandma, I've been fat since 1998. Like, that's not. That's, that's, How old are you? Been here. I'm 31." And she goes, "Oh no, I know. I'm aware you've been fat." Um, <laughs> she said grandma. those exact words. Yeah. She goes, "No, I know you've been fat. You're getting a beer belly. You need to drink less beer." <laughs> Like, literally, that was, she was like, "No, I know you've been fat." Like, she was just, well, I think I think we're lucky, like, or I'm lucky to have friends like BJ and uh, a lot of my like close friends that call us out when we start to look bad. Yeah, because I just think that's a good thing to have around you. I don't think you look bad. You just need to retire shirts that, like, from you know when you graduate high school. You know what? I have a set wardrobe. I'm not going to buy more clothes because I'm fat. I'm going to lose the weight. All right, that's what's going to happen. That Captain America shirt is from the comic books, not the movie. Like, exactly. <laughs> and it matches your dumb red shoes. Get out of here. <laughs> this is why you guys are participating in the uh, rose battle. Huh? Oh, they're Under Armour's. Yeah, no, there's oh, yeah. like the stuff. I haven't Curry's been to a Dunham's in years. <laughs> <laughs> like you are the Home Depot dad. <laughs> like you, you have to like the start. Y'all have them orange buckets today that you do twenty percent off on. I'm not offended by any of this. You go to Tractor Supply to eat peanuts and popcorn, but I will cry later. Um, no, I, what I was going to ask about though was, uh, did you guys play sports? It when growing up, yeah. Look at me. I played soccer. I'm a complete douche. I, right? did, I do remember. You oh, you look like more, you look like more cross country guy. You think so? Ooh. Yeah. Guy, those guys are skinny. I got a little bit more muscle no, on me. Right? No, you just look like a guy didn't want to ever get hit. That's a good point. Soccer, yeah. Soccer, you don't get hit much. Not like, like football. A, a men's basketball trainer. You want water? <laughs> you want water? <laughs> towel, towel, boy, towel, towel. Time out during football games. I, he runs I out managed, there. I'm, no, no, I'll do it. I managed the women's soccer team. Uh, at Ball State my uh, my sophomore year because I thought that would help me pick up chicks. But it turns out uh, they don't want to hook up with you when you're fucking like doing their laundry and chasing balls over the fence. Yeah, you know, washing work. period paintings. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just throw it on my face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's... So, you, so you played soccer? In high school, yeah. Nice. And basketball the first two years. Okay. Got a sweet jumper. I'm a, I'm really white. I got, a, I got a jumper, no athleticism, but yeah. And how about you, Zach? Uh, did not play soccer. Obviously. Yeah. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, uh, football, wrestling, track. Okay. Not especially good at any of them. That was Just the that media. was the standard, right? Yeah, that was yeah, yeah it was, you know. Well, I do uh I do football and track to stay in shape for wrestling. You threw exactly. you threw you threw discus? Yeah. Yeah, shot and disc, yeah. Yeah. And then he, thing, he, he wasn't doing any that. sprints. Look and at then, him. No. And then we had a thing called the caveman relay at the end of every meet that was just all the fat kids doing two laps around the track 
and calling it a race. Were, were you fat in high school or were you just like big? Um, I was in better shape than I am now, but I've never been. Uh, <coughs> right. our, our track team called that the hog relay. Oh, see, yeah, oh. right up the same. same yep, all the big guys running that yep. last that last race. Yep. That was awesome. No, I was just curious because uh, also another big thing happened in the sports world today or yesterday. Yeah, yesterday with uh, Mason Rudolph of the Steelers getting <laughs> that, that blasted. Pe- that piece of shit had it coming. He started it. <laughs> Fuck him. Fuck him. I love it. That's all, that's a great I, take because there's a lot of people that that's another thing that's completely divided. Quarterbacks are so he protected now. Quarterbacks are so protected now, that, and and they use it every time they run. They use it when they slide. They slide late, and then they get clipped on the head. And now defenders should be able to try to murder them. Right. Like that's how it should be. And I think quarterbacks just abuse how protected they are. Right. And and he did last night, and he should have got the shit kicked out of him. Dude, if he wouldn't have moved his head just a little bit, he would have been dead. I, or at, I least, at least knocked the fuck out. Knocked the, like, caved in face. <laughs> after, like, four touch, after four interceptions, I think he deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> and, he that, looked, and that's why he started it, because he's, he's pissed because yeah. he fucking sucks. When like, he picked him up off the field... <laughs> With his helmet still attached to his head, he just grabbed him by the face mask, pulled him up to his level, and then ripped the helmet off. Mm-hmm. I I'm not I got a little bit of a chubby. I'm not gonna lie. Like I, I was like, oh, this dude. I mean, if a white like, quarterback dies, there's an abundance amount of them out there. Yeah. I mean, we're not gonna really <laughs> notice right. one white quarterback. Caps and, looking for a job. Yeah. Until he's white, right? Yeah. Until well. he, until he saw that and he's like, <laughs> we, we only care about the other half. I just. He, he, <laughs> 100% quarterback though. That's what I was talking about. <laughs> no, and then and then he it, does a lot of open mics at Kettletop, right? <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. And then you <laughs> love my race stuff. Yeah. Love it. He's got a he's got a chunk on the n-word. Yeah. <laughs> and then um and then and then you see that and then the two linemen have him and then here comes like it's like that drunk friend during the fight and yeah. he's like, "Yeah, I'm going to get him." And then I'm like, "Why would you chase after this guy?" Right. Like, unless you want another concussion to be out next week. Yeah. I do love to see the linemen protect their quarterback. Well, and then though. they describe the, the linemen kicking him as like a, like, like as a real kick. That was funny. If you saw the video. It's like kind of like a, yeah. Eh. yeah. Like, I'm not. They, they should have played soccer. <laughs> exactly. They'd have a little bit of better leg. Over I don't there. know. A little bit of a boot. To be fair, when that dude's helmet, when his helmet came off, it was almost <laughs> like a Scooby Doo episode. Like, that's a soccer player. <laughs> Let's see who you really are. <laughs> Mason Rudolph went after him like Ben Roethlisberger in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, people forget that, I, I, and I don't know the whole story, but I, I just, I know like certain Steelers fans, like I've been so good. It's like, well, he's not that good, <laughs> character wise. It looks like. <laughs> yeah, he got trouble in the bathroom, and he was engaged six months later. Well, I mean, I guess it worked out. I mean, that's the weirdest thing is like, could you imagine that girl be like, so? Well, he's gonna fix his problems by getting married. Yeah. Okay. That's what everybody does. Yeah. Hey. Guys, look, uh, Doug Arnold just joined, which means bingo must be out. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a good thing. Hey, there's there's four viewers. Make sure you shit on one. <laughs> well, Doug and I have an understanding. Oh, yeah. I hate that piece of shit. <laughs> we'll see here. Doug, Doug. I love you, Doug. That old hack. Get out of here. Doug travels around, does comedy. He's retired from work. He's always smiling, and he has a tan. Yeah, fuck Doug. Yeah. Now, nah, he's yeah. awesome. He's yeah. like, how's work going? He's like, oh, I'm retired. I'm like, ah, fuck you. <laughs> Doug looks like he should live in Punta Gorda, Florida. <laughs> I actually thought of Doug on vacation, right? 
This is a true story. God, you must have been on a shitty vacation. No, 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 no. Because I was sitting, I smoked, so I'm sitting. Uh, we were in the Bahamas, and so like they have you sitting on this bench. I'm over smoking heaters, and this old dude like Doug rolled up to start saying Dougisms. He's like, Dougisms. he's like, I should have brought my skis with me. And I was like, I was like, he's like, this dude's like 80 years old, way older, Doug. And he goes, I should. I was like, By just a couple years, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. one year. And I was like, what do you mean water skis? He's like, you know, I was. I was going to go out there, so it's so wintry out here, and I was like, I was like, is this guy senile or is he trying to do a joke or whatever, right? And he's like, he's like, yeah. So uh, I'm waiting. I haven't seen so much snow, and I was like, all right, we're talking about cocaine now. Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> and but he can't walk upright; he has to walk like this, and he sits down and he's smoking like three cigarettes to my one. He's like, yeah, I'm just an old Jew <laughs> from Boca Raton, aren't we all? And he's like, and I was like, why do you have to bring the Jewish into it? He's I, like, I'm from Connecticut. I guarantee this dude had zero hair on his legs. He didn't have any. It's, um, it's just, and then his wife is you like, you know, the person I'm talking about, the alcoholism is like thinned his blood to a point. Oh, I saw his him. body just can't hold hair in the follicle <laughs> anymore. I hope that does. I, saw that. Him I look the, like a goddamn gorilla. I got it in my ass. I saw him on the cruise. He's double fisting in the smoking section, just walking around, just two cigarettes, hammer. right? Yeah, two cigarettes, two time. drinks, and he's just like. He's like, uh, what are you doing tonight? And I was like, uh, I'm just probably going to go back to the room and watch uh, Cricket. Because that's all you got was uh, tropic, uh, ES- Tropical ESPN. So all they showed was Cricket. <laughs> and he's like, do you want to hang out tonight? I was like, N- uh, no. Man, I can't wait to be that age. I hope that I can do these kinds of things. Yeah, just fuck with people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, because he ha- probably had like a daily. He says he goes on back-to-back-to-back cruises. And I'm like, why would you do that? And he's like. If I die on this, it'd be easier to get taken care of. And I was like, are they going to throw you over the boat? He's like, eh, maybe. <laughs> Jesus. I just love this. I was just like, this guy's great because I, I could wish that he's lived a great life mm-hmm. and he just doesn't care if he dies. Right. And he kept saying, look at her ass. And I was like, dude, that's my wife. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, good work. Yeah. Still said it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no. Like, yeah. You guys ever been to like a foreign country or anything like yeah. that? Yeah. I went to, uh, I went to London last year to watch a bunch of soccer games. Nice. Uh, if, you, if you guys haven't decided I'm a tool yet, here I am. <laughs> we went to a bunch of soccer games and just like drank our faces off. Cause I wasn't 21 at the time. So it was cool. I've heard, I've heard it's a blast though, to watch soccer games in like yeah. different countries yeah, they're, here. They're, it's not that. Yeah. They don't around they're crazy there's eight-year-olds chanting there's cincinnati's pretty exciting though the uh, yeah yeah my fc fr- cincinnati yeah my friend goes to xavier and has been to a game i went to i went to two and uh yeah it's it's actually like a really fun time like the i have indy, no idea what's happening indy 11 games are a lot of fun you right. should go to one i would do that yeah, i actually fun. went to indy 11 versus fc cincinnati oh, okay. at lucas oil that was a good time yeah they're fun but i like do what I do a lot, which is drink too much. So then I didn't remember how the game ended. Right. I just woke up in bed next, the next day. So it's we went to Barbados. We went to Barbados and back to our conversation downstairs about being kind of dark complected. Um, so I, as soon as you get off the boat, there's um, women who want to braid your hair like constantly. Oh, I would have loved to see you with a little braided in thing. Yeah, that, 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 awesome. that, that's a good look for an overweight guy with braided hair. <laughs> and then, and then, so we take a tour of the island, whatever. And then, but on, after we got done, we decided, well, we'll just walk around, right? It's where Atlantis is. It's pretty cool. But we were in the, like, like right there by the shore and everybody you went by was like, Hey man, you smoking that ganja? And I was like, no, no, I, no, I don't. Because we were told a lot of them are cops, mm-hmm. whatever. He's like, uh, so you, uh, you like the candy? 
And I was just like, no. Oh, the candy. And he's like, uh, yes, sir. He's the like, the he, smarty he, dust. How much? <laughs> I did think about you, and I was like, man, if Juice was here, we'd be so much in jail. Um, oh, you Coke fiend, Juice? <laughs> no, no, no. No. And then he's like, do you want cigars? Just on holidays. Or do you want, or do you want whiskey? Veterans <laughs> so Day? Come on. I got asked by like seven or eight um, gentlemen of the island, as I say, mm-hmm. because as soon as you walk back on the boat, the military is there, right? And so I get back on the boat and I meet, we see a couple other couples that my wife knows through the business or whatever. And I was like, hey, did a bunch of people ask you for like weed and Coke if you want to buy it? And they're like, no. I was like, did you, you go- just have a look about you? I know. I felt bad about myself. Like I'm a shady character. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I'm not going to buy weed from some dude that I just know that don't even know what it's laced with. You know, I don't know, man. You might have had a good time. That's not me. I, I want some laced weed. Nobody. <laughs> I got a dumb face. I guess nobody ever comes up and says, "Hey, laced weed, fatty, come you over here." No, no, no and be on a boat that. and start tripping balls and oh, jump yeah. off a boat in the middle of the ocean. Oh yeah, that's where my thought process yeah. went. And in, Bar- and in Barbados, they're just like, "Fuck him, he's done." Like, <laughs> yeah. That We're was not even looking. Yeah, for him. that's maritime log. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that was the sketchiest place I've ever been. Yeah, yeah. It's just the weirdest, weirdest place. Weirdest people. Is I that, mean, I, sorry, I'm an idiot. Maybe they are too. Barbados? Where, where is that? It's like South America? It's, where is that? Geographically, No, it's, it's part of the Bahamas. Oh, okay. It's, 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 uh, so it, where is that at for the listeners? <laughs> and not this retard. <laughs> it's basically south of Florida. Our word. South of Miami. So you get on, Canceled a, me. You get Canceled on a boat me. in Go Miami, ahead. and then you just keep heading south. Okay. So what they had was the, the Royal Caribbean, they own their own island, right? So they have this beautiful, nice island, and then they take you to like an actual country that looks like jesus just basically like i'm just gonna shit somewhere and this is where i'm gonna shit at okay yeah and that's basically where it was they have their own flea market. <laughs> call that a holy shit <laughs> and so they were selling that was a good one I, they were I selling all kinds one. of stolen goods to you and it was just hilarious right. like hey you want to buy some oakley's and you're like <laughs> and you look like oh these are real how much ah 25 bucks you're like twenty five dollars. Like these are one seventy five. Some dude from the last cruises. <laughs> you're, you're no, buying. they were all sealed in the plastic and <laughs> boxes, right? And and I was like, hey, I don't have any cash on me. She's like, I follow you to the ATM. I was like, uh, no, no, you're not gonna follow. I me said, to the I ATM. said, I said, ma'am, if you're gonna rob me, will you just rob me now? Because my fat ass ain't walking eight blocks. She goes, <laughs> I went. She goes, yeah. I wouldn't rob you. And I was like, really? I was like, and I was like, and the other lady was like. It's like so. I went down. I went down there and went to the ATM and came back or whatever. As I'm walking with my wife, I see this guy gets right behind us, and I'm like, mm, "We're gonna get robbed." <laughs> so and uh, but it was it was a sketchiest place, and you'd have people like, "Buy for me, please, buy for me." And I was like, "Jesus Christ!" Right? How do you? Decide? I was like, "I'm going. I'm white. I'm getting back on the boat." <laughs> Like tan. A, yes. Tan. Sorry, I had to leave. Griffin's mom called me like four times. That's all right. I mean, you got to keep keep she's, track of your hose, yeah, right? Yeah. Drunk, drunk at an Applebee's. We right uh, we like to run a train. It's uh... <laughs> more incest. All right. There you go. You got a yes and this fatty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, P Rez wanted to say sub fuckers on the uh, Facebook Live. What's up, oh, P Rez? Thank you. P Rez has the LeBron James hairline. I noticed. Yep. God, he shaved his beard. He looks like a fucking freak. Bring your beard back. <laughs> He's like a kid. He's like a guy with. I haven't up. seen. He shaved his beard. Yeah, it looks horrible. Bring your beard back. I, I love you, but bring that. your beard back. I haven't seen. I post a picture here on the comments, Jason. <laughs> Stop what you're doing right now. So yeah. take a picture. No, don't worry. He's already jumped off. I'm sure it's. Uh, <laughs> there's only four there. Uh, real quick though, 
I know Riggler would uh, be pissed if we did not talk. Oh, about, we have to talk about it. Talk about the Rose Bowl championship at all, and we'll close it out with that. It would have been really funny to do lead, lead ups to that. No, like keep leading up, like we're going to talk about it, <laughs> and, and then, then just fucking cut. Actually, it. give yeah. the information. Just be like, Brad would be very. Yeah, we should talk about that event. Yeah, it is coming up. And February twenty second. Brad has worked really hard on this event and just <sighs> never. Bro- February twenty second. Pete no, West called me out. That's what he said at the yeah. Carolina Grill. Yeah. Uh, he called out February twenty second for the uh, the roast war at Vern's. If you don't, Brad Brad yeah, will be FaceTiming tonight, yelling at you for so that. November twenty second. November twenty second. Vern's place, eight p.m. Yeah, eight p.m. Yeah. Brad and company, did you help build the cage? No. Did you? Okay. No. It's uh, he says it's a steel cage, but I'm pretty sure that it's racking uh, from the same Dunhams that he got his underarms at. <laughs> Just uh, to make you feel a little bit better about it, the uh, socks well, under armor I, as to well. To be fair, at least you match. We come from the era where you can't wear like Reebok shirt, shirt, shirt shoes, yeah. socks have to match. have to match. You yep. can't wear like an Under Armour shirt and Nike pants. Yep. You can't do that. Yep, it's a little bit of an OCD thing now. Insane. Like it started out I, as like a cool thing, I, and now it's developed. P. Rez is talking some shit on there. I just like to like to point that out. <laughs> can't, no, he can't. P. Rez, no, he can't. Grow some dude, facial hair. Huh? I'm Italian. I got it on my face, my nuts, my butthole. I just shaved today. Come on, dude. It's everywhere. He did not just shave today. <laughs> I shaved today. I shaved today in the bath. Yeah, I take a bath. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's real. In case you were wondering if I sucked a dick, uh, I take baths. So yes. No, but this roast battle is going to be a good one because oh, yeah. Jeff Oske is one of the funniest human beings in Indianapolis for sure, and maybe anywhere. But I, uh, I'm a little nervous for Patrick to be honest with you. I'm a huge fan of Jeff Oske. That's what's going to be tough as like because I'm judging it right, and I've seen Patrick Murray twice on stage right but i've listened to jeff oske for how many years on the bob and tom show well, and he writes a ton of the stuff that you don't realize that he is on even, there yeah, yeah he writes him and like dj dangler a yep. bunch of local guys joe bates has done some writing for them i think um a lot of those guys have write that stuff that you think is funny that yeah. you hear is, is content of theirs, which is so. fantastic yeah but Patrick's a buddy of mine, and I'm I'm friends with Jeff too. Not like on a very personal level, but me and Patrick are, are friends, mm-hmm. and I'm a little I'm a little nervous for him. I'm gonna be honest. Jeff's Jeff's got the chops. He's a pretty do clever you think, cat. Do you think Jeff's gonna like really worry about him though? Is it gonna be like kind of like one of those NFL matchups where it's like our coach always told us don't trip over the dead body, right? So like I don't he's know, not man. Worried I, about the guy, so he's like this is kind of a fun thing. I I, I think this is a fun enough premise that like. It makes people that compete in it want to like try a little bit, yeah. Because it is a fun thing, and like there is some bragging rights type stuff that goes with it. I've been writing like a madman because if I win, I get to host the Crackers Open Mic. I've never got to do that That's before. Badass. I would nice. love to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Get the foot in the old fucking. I got fat robbed door. last time, so I don't. I don't whatever. Yeah, Devon, if you're listening, he hates black guys. Now, <laughs> Devon knows I got robbed, and and we've talked Devon about it. We've talked about it on aware. the podcast. I've admitted the fact that I was J- probably like JB eight to and- ten beers deep by JB the time and juice got too drunk yep. to be judging and, competitions and what we should like i've said it before what we should have probably done he said something that made me laugh at the very end that had nothing to do with roasting you right but i was like intoxicated thought it was funny right. making fun of uh the the puppet thing yeah yeah and like so i voted for him because once again when i'm intoxicated my mindset is focused solely on what is right in front of me and what happened the most right. recent and uh and i voted for him and like i said i'm not gonna say one way or the other because once again i didn't remember a ton of the, no, the set back and forth but you guys 
had a good show, and that's what I'm most excited about is seeing pairings and people matching up that just make it fun right. regardless of who wins like i don't yeah give, i don't give two shits and that's who wins. the thing i don't really care who won like i i, don't I, I told, like, I told it, was, it was fun yeah obviously he just brought it up he doesn't care right I told, well i told calvin I brought it up because it's kind of like a, it's <laughs> i told calvin and devon that like it's to me kind of like professional wrestling where, where you don't really care who wins you just want to put on a great show yeah they'll, they'll have a good right. show yeah and uh what i did want to tell you guys which you probably already know because of the group chat with riggler is uh dustin and i are putting up 100 bucks each to yeah. whoever brings the most people to the roast battle so i saw that um if you do know people or if people are listening to this that are competing in it if you you know tell your guests to come up to our table and we'll have a list of the comedians and just put marks next to their names and whoever brings the most people will walk away with 200 bucks so on top of whatever you win from the 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 battle so it's going to be really fun to see how bad uh justin is at keeping tally counts when he's drunk. oh yeah hey <laughs> i i told riggler i was like dude i'm not gonna have like three to four buckets of beer this time i'm gonna only <laughs> limit it to like two all right it's gonna be just two and i'll be good no shots that's what gets me in trouble man every time is shots it's always the shots i'm the same way i can drink beer for days and i never order them my friends order shots in me and it's over and then I, I can't say no because i do want to order them as well well, I'm a degenerate, so that's why I can't say no. I'm just yeah. like, uh, yeah, actually, I can't afford them. So yes, yeah, so if you're gonna <laughs> if you're gonna buy me shots, then yeah, yeah. Uh, but that that's and you're going up against somebody, uh, this, Stephen this Riley, I believe, is from Ohio. Yep. Yeah, uh, he Josh did he Springer. did pretty good last. Yeah, last it was a time, fun match. He's not time. he's not from Ohio. He's an indie dude. Is he? Yeah, he. Oh, he's I, at, I he... see him at Jokers all the time. Probably at Burns tonight. I saw him at Level Up last night. He's oh, an indie guy. That's my bad. I thought he was from Ohio. Super funny, but. An easy target. Oh, that's too. what it was. It you was Jokers versus Crackers, not. I was thinking yep. it was Ohio versus any. It was Jokers gotcha. versus Crackers, yeah, like yeah. home club. That's what it was. Yep. But anyway, I don't really know. I'm not. I've I've met him uh, maybe once or twice, and so yeah, it should be. You fun. guys are gonna rock it out. Yeah. Who do you got going against? I've got, I've got Peter Hines. Okay. Big Peter Hines. Uh, he. Uh, How do you feel about it? Uh, good. Good. I I've been writing a bunch, uh, but we were at Gutty's last weekend, and he headlined. And it's funny because Gutty's is sort of like the. Uh, I took a class there. I'm not. I'm not kidding. Like, like people have made fun of me for it, but kinda, I enjoyed it. No, you, you should take a class. It's good, but it's kind of like a. It's not a Christian comedy place, but it's kind of it's clean. It's, clean. it's it's squeaky clean, and uh, and Friday night everybody did well, and then he went up and he did like ten minutes on religion, and they were just like, we fucking hate this guy because <laughs> and I and I, I see where he was coming from. He was trying to like kind of connect with them and do some religious stuff, but they were just like, no, nah, don't talk about Jesus. Right. And he fucking ate a dick, and okay. he and he would even say he did. But that was a lot of fun to see him fucking just do terrible. <laughs> it's so fun to see someone you respect do terrible, yeah. uh, cause just to see how they react. And he did great the next yeah, night, and it was for fine. Sure. But uh, it was fun. We were giving him a lot of shit about that and stuff. So, so you know fun. your opponent? Yeah, I know Peter. Well, uh, I mean, I know relatively him. well. Yeah, I've seen him at open mics and stuff. And writing yeah. about him he's tall ginger i'm just gonna do hacky shit awesome. tell him he's got big tits and stuff man i just i i enjoy it like i i have enjoyed watching everybody that we've come into contact with so far with the podcast and i enjoy this stuff like i said because i get to kind of know you guys a little bit better so it's not as awkward when i walk up and say hey how are you guys doing tonight like you're <laughs> yeah. excited right i mean and, yeah you were talking about being social at open mics i'm the complete opposite yeah. i i'm so bad at talking and i, I think it's because like last night i said hey i'm yeah. justin man yeah. nice to meet we you. shook hands i pissed but you were on the way to piss yeah. so i was like man that but was probably I, a bad I, time to I try just, to introduce I myself think, and now i don't have the excuse anymore but 
but before I wasn't 21, I couldn't hang out after the show. I'm I'm driving back and forth from Muncie, so I can't hang after the show. I feel like that kind of stunted my relationships right, with people. Right. But I think I've I've been doing it long enough that some people know who I am. Good. I can say what's up. But then you're creepy as fuck, though. I am creepy. <laughs> I, I do have a date rape vibe, don't I? Which also this is a weird story. And also a date rape kit. On my, <laughs> on my on my the the three days after my 21st uh, mug club at brothers oh, you know yeah. what that is you don't you, know you relic because, because i'm too old you're it a was, relic it, it literally was built the but year after I, I moved out i think i got roofied uh last oh, week I, I got roofied i, a couple I think of i times. did just and it wasn't like he wasn't like oh the great ass on him it wasn't that but it I think the, I got an accidental drink. The, yeah, for you know, those, yeah. For somebody else because I was taking these girls with shots because these creepy guys would give them to them, and I, I and they were just like, "Here, take them. You take them. We don't want them." And I would take them, and then I didn't remember the night. My friends were like, "Yeah, you might have been," and it's just like, "Well, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm a hero." Yep, <laughs> you took one for the team. Yeah, yeah. Maybe more ways than one. Yeah, maybe know. right in the, the old poop shoot. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, um, that's. Man, the getting roofied thing's a crazy thing because I feel like it happened to me too when I was a Muncie, and it was a little bit more scarier of a situation because we had a, like a gay bartender that we were really good friends with, and I thought that he did it to me. Ooh! And I called him out about Sh- it. Shocker with your arrogance there. <laughs> and I called him out about it, and he it was a rough uh, it was a rough couple of months. Yeah, that is a compliment. Guy after that, that is a I compliment bet. though. Getting roofied <laughs> in a weird fucked up way. <laughs> You know what I mean? Come on. I don't think you put have, yourself together. You look great. I don't, think you, you. I don't think you'd have to roofie you. I think you'd take a shot in the mouth. Get the fuck out of here. He does look like he could swallow I don't know. The a fact that he got so offended instantly about that makes me think you're right. No, here, what Jay. offends me is the fact that he just gives me shit constantly 24-7. <laughs> uh, now Doug's talking shit. I'll fucking fight his old ass. <laughs> I'll, I'll shove your cane right up your bunghole. Doug Arnold. Griffin likes a big Peter. Well, I like a big Peter Hines. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. I, I'm excited for uh, next Friday. We're not going to have a show from the studio next friday because we're gonna be i mean okay (laughs) whatever you're just you're just filling in right now all right yeah that's what they called you in college the guy that would just fill in he got filled in by the guy that roofied him i'm trying to figure out if that's a diss or not because they call me to fill in you're either super reliable or (laughs) living on the down low yeah (laughs) one of the two trying to figure that out uh but yeah so we're gonna get out of here you guys have any final uh besides the roast battle anything that's coming up that you're excited about that you would like people to know about shameless plug time uh, i'm gonna be at verns in 30 minutes uh, <laughs> it's a hot new club on the east side uh it will sell out so get your tickets now is all i'm gonna say i actually okay let me tell something really quick about verns before we get out of here my buddy came to watch the last roast battle he drove and like parked in some like scary individuals oh, talked yeah. to him it is like a fucking trap house over there it's and crazy he decided he was not comfortable with staying i never feel that way like i'm I'm lucky to have my wife and like some of my friends are a lot like more attuned to like weird situations because right. i'm always like full in like if somebody honeymoon this guy's like hey yeah, i'll go to your house down this alley and use this private atm to buy <laughs> exactly. drugs off of you at three o'clock in the morning <laughs> yeah. in a town i've never been to for sure we will We've all yes. bought, we've all bought pills in downtown <laughs> Indy somewhere, but that I mean that's the way I am. But he, that's why I'm not telling anybody to stay away from there because nothing was bad. I had a good no, time. Every everybody's even, harmless. I've, I've never felt there, unsafe there before. Place, well, it looks food. horrible. I'm going to give you some advice if you're white in the hood because I worked there for almost 20 years. 
they will not kill white people because it brings too much attention. That was told to me by many, many black folks. Okay, well, you're tan in the hood. That's the difference. No, no, no. If they kill but white... what he's making, he's yeah, making a valid that is a point. Good, that is a good point. And then my boy Tyrone, that's his real name. He was a customer of mine. He was dead serious. Like, no, they'll never kill anybody in the hood that's white. That brings way too much attention. Right. Yeah. So, so, so you feel good and feel safe so in the So we hood. should be thankful for racism. Right, exactly. Yes. What we're saying. Another white privilege thing. Yeah. Yes. Carolina grill man can't even get killed in the hood no <laughs> no so so what what do you guys got going on though um so the 19th i'm on a storytelling show at the white rabbit that's always fun um it's not always 100 percent comedy like they're mostly true stories which are fun there's usually a theme uh, i've never been there yet i'm excited general. to check Didn't they just out. do dead comics not too long ago was that the same one uh no that's not the same one that's just a different show that they put on there the dead comics party that's a fun one too but yeah. it's the same location right yeah same yeah. location at the white rabbit so that's gonna be a fun one and then uh we got the roast battle on yep. friday and then saturday i'm uh with todd mccomas up in fort wayne fuck yeah yeah so at the tiger room welch's ale house that's awesome so you're up that way all dozen of you all around me <laughs> dude he's he's it. he's very funny i've seen him in person a couple yeah, of times he is funny. Um, i've worked with him once or twice he's he kind of just like showed up at a open mic at uh what's the one that used to be like morty's a, yeah i think is that what it was it used to be like a um don, don pablo's, pablo's. Yep. yeah yep i saw him he just kind of showed up there when we didn't expect him to be there it was like the world series of comedy we were mm -hmm. going to support kyle buck because he had been on the podcast right and we were going to watch him and everything and then he kind of showed up and did like some opening kind of stuff and it was really cool to see because i'm a huge fan of like the whole like mcafee thing like i mean obviously if you look at me the jokes you guys have made it's pretty obvious that i'm a fan of them um do you follow whatever's popular I wouldn't say that. Get the fuck out of here. There's a lot of stuff that I like that I just don't talk about on here because I don't think the people listening would like it. So I'm not right. going to talk about it. Like what? <clears throat> like killing kids or something? You just said a lot of people would get mad if you like it. Oh, not get mad. They would just not be. They're not into it. Because so. oh. yeah. the way you phrase it is like you do some bad shit. Oh, I have. I just, we're not going to get into I that. Think we all we're not going to get into that darkness right now. Um, but what do you got going on? Anything new? Burns tonight. Burns uh, tonight. Trying to I have, know that you said that. I'm trying sorry. to have I sex. I interrupted and, you. Trying to have sex in Muncie tomorrow. Sunday gutties. Monday jokers and oh, a melody yeah. in. Uh, Tuesday Fort Wayne. Just open mics. I'm a yeah. piece of shit. Don't come watch me. <laughs> no, they should come watch you. They should I'll come. come. I'll come watch you. You can come on my face, but don't just don't watch me. <laughs> but no, I appreciate you guys coming to do this kind of last minute. Um, Thank you. I for appreciate us. Brad reaching out to you guys. Uh, it was a great conversation. Like it's it's very it's kind of rare that the conversation flows naturally that you don't have to really think about it. I've been trying to like do less notes because I feel too robotic with like right. going through stuff with people, and it went really smoothly. So I appreciate you guys coming on. BJ as well. I appreciate you producing, doing your thing. I love you. And uh, joining in. <laughs> I mean, I got love for you too. Yeah, I worded oh, it. Oh, by the way, just by the way, is I weighed 185 when I graduated and I'm like 290. My dick size is still the same. That is a myth. It's a myth. I measured it constantly. And he God, still does. Every day checking the scale. Nope, still the same. Still does. Yeah, because I heard that. Like, well, if you lose weight, you'll gain like two inches. I'm like, ah, fuck that. That's well, that's shit. why uh, tape measures have that little concave in them so you can put them on the bottom of your dick. And I've been using my iPhone. In there. Oh. And they give it to somebody new, else to make a call. Like, there here, you go. here's yeah, my phone. Right here. The new app, huh? Yeah. iPhone yeah. for scale. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks for having me as always, Johnny. Get well. Um, yeah. 
He just needs to get better, dude, because I feel like he's Stop missing out on these conversations a, with you guys. Stop being a baby back bitch, John. <laughs> this is why I stopped doing my show, so I didn't have to talk to hacks all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You calling these guys hacks? Sorry to yeah. have it make you have a flashback. <laughs> <laughs> a hack back. No, what happened today? Sorry, making it worse. That was a lot. Was I'm, I'm trying to prove his point for him. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm a good guy. It was a text from him today about some stuff for the show, and I was like, this is why I fucking hate guests. Yeah. <laughs> that just, happens. No. No, it happened. Yeah, it happened. Happened, but no. Like I've seen you guys. Like you guys are funny. Um, Thank you. And I'm glad you guys were able to come down. It's and dude, going up here is not easy. I've done it numerous, numerous times, and then I've ate a dick in front of some of my favorite comedians. And then, yeah. And and you guys keep doing it. And then I didn't realize Jew Boy was from my hometown here. Yeah, <laughs> Jew Boy. So. I've, I've got that's, curly, a, that's a good nickname. I've got curly gonna, hair and a weird last name. Not Jewish Catholic. That's gonna, worse. I think. I'm gonna uh, introduce Griffin from now on as Griffin. He's actually Jew boy. a double well, agent. If he is, if he's a Jewish in comedy, now he's gonna make he's it. He's gonna yeah. have a chance. I might have to convert. <laughs> there you go. I'm circumcised. I'm all the way there. <laughs> he's Mossad, but also an altar boy. <laughs> All right. All right. So, so come to my bar mitzvah is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we've got, you know, this episode, then we've got the episode next week is going to be something weird. I'm going to probably do like an episode on the drive there or maybe at Vern's, maybe talk to a couple people. But then we're going to uh, from here on out, we've got a lot of guests lined up that I think are pretty exciting. So we'll kind of announce those as they come just because uh, potentially they may not be here. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, we uh, love you guys and we'll see you next week. Thanks for joining. Hello, everyone. My name is Laura. And I'm Josh. And we are the hosts of the My True Crime Obsession podcast, the newest addition to the Magic, Magic Squirrel, Squirrel Network. Network. So if you guys like true crime as much as we do, then make sure you tune in every Tuesday to hear what crazy story we've dug up next. Also, make sure you go over to Facebook, give us a thumbs up, follow us for all the latest details. And you can also listen to us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Podbean. We'll see, see you, you there. there. Hey, Juice in the Morning fam. Do you like affordable, stylish sunglasses? Juice in the Morning has partnered with Midwest Shades to bring you a special deal. By using promo code JUICE10, you'll be eligible for 10% off your entire order. Go to MidwestShades.com, use promo code JUICE10 to order your shades, and start getting compliments on your look today. Greetings, Earthlings. Juice of the Morning here. We are Unpredictable Talk Radio for Indianapolis. If you want to follow us on social media, our Instagram is at Juice in the AM. Our Twitter is at Juice in the AM. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Juice in the Morning. If you want to follow us personally, where can we find you, Johnny? If you're on Twitter, you can follow me at JB underscore Juice in the AM. If you're on Facebook or Instagram, it's Jonathan D. Bouton. If you can't spell my last name, that's your own fault. And since I am the Juice himself, you can follow me at Juice85OR7 on all social media. Once again, you can find us on podcast apps such as Apple Podcasts, Anchor.fm, Google Play, and you can stream us on Spotify.
Time to blast off, and we'll see you in space, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Just in the morning.